0: Welcome to the For the Church podcast, another great gospel-centered resource from Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. My name is Jared Wilson. I'm an assistant professor of pastoral ministry and author in residence at Midwestern Seminary. And I'm here as always with my friend, my co-host, academic advisor, to the possible baseball star,
1: we're not sure. (laughs) Ross Ferguson, how are you, brother? I'm doing good and I've got to say I'm enjoying the fact that it's begun to snow.
0: Yeah, okay. It's begun to snow. Yeah but it hasn't lasted well at the time of this recording yeah it
1: lasted about five minutes but that's fine um, so, so <laughs> okay. in Scotland we'll get like a snow maybe an inch it won't last Okay. Uh, maybe we'll get three days in a row where it'll be an inch each day and then it's kind of just kind of slushy mess for a few yeah. days but we don't really get snow and so just to even have an inch now thinking I've got the whole winter ahead of me so I really like snow I like shoveling snow I like <laughs> taking snow off the car I like driving in the snow I just <sighs> I, I just like snow Snow. So the fact that we're this early in the season and, and we're getting snow, um, yeah, I, I'm a happy it's person. It's not early
0: in the season, man. It's December 28th when this podcast yeah, comes
1: out. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> still early, though, because when we we moved here a year ago and snow was hanging about for like three months, it was yeah. still dump snow, um, you know, March, April. So for me, like four months of looking at potential snow, like I, I'm a happy man.
0: Yeah, here's my problem, and this is not a pet peeves episode, but here's my pet peeve. So I moved here from Vermont where we got far more snow than we do here in, in Kansas City. Uh, I know other parts of the Midwest, they get a lot of snow if you go to Wisconsin or whatever. Um, so we get snow every year. Uh, we get more ice here mm. than we did where I was in, in Vermont, but we got a lot more snow in Vermont. Never had an issue getting around. The plows were moved constantly. Yeah. The roads were cleared. Even if there was a snowstorm coming, if you, ha- if you had to get out, you, you could reasonably be certain the, I mean, just the plows are going up and down the road constantly. Not the case here. And I, quite, I can't understand it. This happens every year. It's not, it should not be a surprise that winter weather is a thing. I don't know if it's just because it's a, it's a bigger metro area. Um, that could be. But I live in a small town north of the city. It's not a big metro area where I live. And yet they always seem surprised when snow falls. Like, what is this white? powdery substance that's covering the ground. My neighborhood doesn't get cleared on time. I, I, I've had more trouble in the last eight years getting around during winter weather than I ever did in the, in the years previous in a place where we got a whole lot more snow. So there's my pet peeve about...
1: You're not going to bring me down on this matter. <laughs> um- well, you live on campus. Where are you going? You, you gotta walk to this. I mean, you walk everywhere. All I'll say is, I said one thing, folks, and he is already <laughs> going. We for haven't me. had a Jared's beefs in a while, but you got me going on a Jared's <laughs> well, beefs. Well, I mean. I come from Scotland where we get half an inch of snow and everyone's okay. like, we're all going to die on the road. No yeah. one go out. School's canceled. Business canceled. That's
0: my life. That was my life in Tennessee. Yeah. I'm no one, because like, it snowed like every three
1: years and no one knew like, what to do. Pull yourself together, <laughs> you know, get on with your life. No, I, I I, hear you and I think you just need to kind of get over yourself on this issue. It's just, it's snow. Deal with it. Have a snow day. Go out for a snowball fight. Knock yeah. on your neighbor's door.
0: I wish my schedule would, would allow that.
1: Of course it will. <laughs> Okay, you just say you can't get out. Sorry, folks. I'm gonna have some fun in the yeah. snow.
0: Well, these days you can't do that either because we all have. We're all used to Zoom now. So if there's a meeting or if there's an appointment and you're saying, "Oh, it's snow. I can't get there." Well, we'll just connect online.
1: Yeah, apologies. That's a big you know, my, my internet's not working.
0: Okay. Yeah. I don't know how I'm talking to you to say this, but (laughs) (laughs) my internet's not
1: working. Starting now. We need to
0: move (laughs) on. I see the line falling in the backyard (laughs) as we speak.
1: (laughs) I guess I can pull one of those. Oh, you're trying to pull me down. I, I love snow. I'm happy with snow. Okay. Well, speaking of good attitudes. There we go.
0: Today's subject. Having a happy New Year! Yeah, we're gonna talk about New Year, New You, which was the one thing you said you didn't want to talk. Definitely about. not.
1: Definitely <laughs> not. I, I, you know, I, I was just saying before we came on air here that the, uh, we got to just dispense with this. Everybody knows, New Year, New You. New Year, get to the gym, lose a few pounds. <laughs> new Year, have a good attitude. Let's just dispense with all that drivel that comes okay. out. every every year it comes out everybody knows you go and get a gym pass everybody knows you go on a diet everybody knows these things everybody knows you'll fall flat on your face in oh, February wow like just just dispense with that nonsense wow so you're saying I was the bummer no it, so I'm the bummer <laughs> and here you go just
0: before the new year's even begun you're deflating everybody and their sense of optimism And you're right January 1st is yeah. like the Monday of the year yep yeah. I'll start my diet Monday. Yeah. I'll start my Better <laughs> Habits on Monday. It's Sunday night. I'm having this piece of cake and yeah. this cheeseburger. <laughs> Monday I'll start. I'm, I'm one of those guys. Yeah. I, need a, I need a clean start. I like the, this is the start of the week. I'm not going to, you know, it's Thursday. I'll start my diet on Monday. Yeah. January 1st is sort of the Monday of the year. I'm going to start January 1st. I'll, I'll explain why this has never worked for me, January 1st. It always has to be like second week of January because January 1st, you still got leftovers from the party. <laughs> From the New Year's Eve, you still got maybe Christmas leftovers yeah. hanging around. You still got Christmas candy everywhere. January 1st is no good. It's no good, yeah. especially, like, if you were up late, you almost stay out till midnight so I can get my bride's kiss at, at, you know, the turn of the clock, the new year— and so now I'm sleeping in yep. on January 1st. So it's not ideal for like, I'm getting up, I'm going to go out for a jog, you
1: know. But hence my point. It's a pile of nonsense. <laughs> it's a pile like, of nonsense. Because you're like, oh, we'll just push it down a week. And then you're down a week and you're like, I just don't really have the motivation now. I missed the first week. Yeah. Uh, what's I'll the wait point? till next January. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the whole thing is just wired for us to go January 1st, new, me, new year, new me. And then you get to February 1st and you're like, yeah, it's the old year and the old me. And and it's just the whole thing, like again, not a pet peeves podcast. Yeah. But I think we just need to almost just dispense with all of that and kind of have a different Conversation. Okay, have, have a kind of. Well, that's what this podcast yeah, is for. Yeah, I'm just setting you up. This is what I'm trying to do. <laughs> this you is know? the transition. This is the transition. Okay, so let's talk about the sort of attitudes that oh, we should have. We got there. We got there. Coming into a new
0: year, we don't want to totally deflate folks who yeah. are thinking, "Well, I, you know, I really wanted to turn a new <laughs> over a new leaf coming into the new year. I wanted to develop some new habits or some new disciplines." How about some words of advice, some words of counsel for <laughs> folks who are heading into a new year and want to make some changes in their life? Yeah. Here's my number one thing, and it's not even super spiritual, although it can apply to spirituality, I guess, in some respects. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Yeah. This is sort of my pick something that's somewhat manageable and just focus on that one thing. So maybe not, hey, I got a gym membership. I'm going to go work out five days a week, and I'm also going to restrain my calories to this and yeah. Those sorts of things. I mean, you know, if you're the a go-getter personality, you can try that. But chances are you've tried that every year. And yep. as Ross said, you, you petered out by, you know, mid-February. Pick one thing. Yep. I'm going to get better in this area and be focused on that one thing. It's manageable. And the payoff is when that becomes more habitual, when you sort of get some victory in that life uh, or in that area of your life, it can begin to sort of give you the confidence to move on to then Address another area and don't feel like you got to do everything. Yeah. You know, don't take the weight of total life change
1: onto your shoulders on January 1st. On January 1st. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I've done that. Like, don't view it as a whole year, view okay. it as a day by day thing. Hmm. Like, don't go January 1st. I've got 365 days. Boom. Let's go. And you get 30 days and you're like, yeah, I, there's no way I'm going to do this for <laughs> 300 more days. You're right. But take each day as the day. So like don't, don't view 2023, 2024, whenever you're listening to this um, podcast, as a whole year ahead of you. Think of one day at a time. And and what drew my attention was um, Matthew 6, 34. Do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. My dad used to say, yesterday's gone, tomorrow's not promised, you have today. So just wake up every morning and go, okay, I have today. What, what is it that I'm gonna seek today? What what does the Lord want for me today? What's the one thing today that I wanna make a change? So like yeah. you are saying about, you know, going to the gym, and again, this is often what we talk about at this time of year. It's actually just going, okay, today. Yeah, today I'll carve out some time to go to the gym. That doesn't mean you're committing to five more days of it. You're just committing to today. And taking one day at a time, like you're achieving a daily victory on, on some element or a daily change, not a yearly change. Yeah. You know, things shift one thing at a time, one day at a time, which seems so kind of cheesy to say, you know, take a day at a time, but but it really is that. I've personally found that so much more helpful in the the kind of new year attitude of, you know, money comes around it. It is just another Monday. It's another day, but it's a beautiful day. It's It's one extra day. It's one day I have to make an impact to make a change.
0: Yeah, I mean, but what about, you have to make plans, you have to plan your schedule, you can't just, let me decide what I'm going to do today today, and then I'll decide what I'm going to do tomorrow, tomorrow. Yes
1: and no, it's kind of one of those things of, yes, you can say, you know, every morning I'm available at 6am to go to the gym or to do Bible reading, whatever, but when you wake up at 6 and think, I'm actually really exhausted, okay, take an extra hour in bed, you know, to make that decision for that day. I'm not saying kind of flip-flop on things. I'm just kind of yeah. saying, don't pressurize yourself to say, I committed on January 1st. That means mean I can only do it this way <laughs> at this time. Okay. And if I don't, I failed. Like if you stay in bed for one morning for some extra sleep because you had lots of work the day before, or actually rather than doing your Bible reading first thing in the morning, you're doing it later at night that day, or, you know, you, you kind of promise yourself you would, you go for a walk every day, but actually that day you're just not feeling it. That's okay, because this is not about a year chunk. This is about just day by day, yeah. trying to see. It some sounds
0: change. like you're helping people fail at their resolutions <laughs> before the year's even begun. Well, here, <laughs> you know what? If you want to be lazy on this day, be do you lazy. know what? Newsflash: you fail every year anyway. Yeah, so that's true. you know,
1: like a New year's resolutions last until em- February. Embrace so. the failure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just acknowledge the reality. No, I think what we're both saying is, you know, not just don't bite off more than you can chew. Uh, but don't put the pressure of being superhuman on yeah. your back. Yeah. Don't have expectations that are larger than not just what you can do, but even reality, yeah. past experience. You set yourself up for discouragement. And and this is why I think if you scale down in, the, in this day by day, um, take one day at a time, let today's worries be today's worries, yeah. and don't carry yesterday's or tomorrow's in to today, or just – an area of my life, I'm going to work on this, yes. and this is where I'm going to work. It actually can expand beyond that yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you develop a better attitude, a better track record, you develop better habits. You can move on. It actually sets you up for better success kind of mm. uh, in the future. Let's talk more specifically about spiritual disciplines because this is yeah. also, you know, for a lot of you know, the folks who listen to our podcast, it's not simply I'm going to get to the gym, I'm going to eat better yeah. or whatever it's about i'm going to i'm going to read my bible i'm going to go through the bible in a year yep. i'm going to i'm going to be, become a, a better prayer um etc
1: what are some uh how do you want to deflate those people i guess as well i'm trying <laughs> that <to. laughs> well let me let me pick up on bible reading okay um again tends to be start of the year bible in a year program that's when you start it you yeah. know as a caveat, you can start at any point. That's right, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But most people, January 1st, let's start a Bible in a Year program. I'm gonna say, absolutely, like for me, I started doing that uh, six years ago. I, you know, I kind of half-hearted did it before then, but six years ago, I, I did a Bible in a Year program, did it five years in a row. This year, I'm doing something a little bit different. And again, that's because I'm not taking year chunks, I'm taking daily. I felt like this yeah. year, I wanted something a little bit different. And again, Bible in a Year is daunting when you start. You know, you pick up your Bible and you just think, man, that's a lot and I'm going to hit numbers in April and <laughs> right. do you know, I'm going to peter off. But again, day by day, it's taking that time and, and and the first few days are going to go really well, especially if you do a chronological order, um, you know, Genesis, exciting creation, and then it's going to take a dip because it gets heavy. And, and one of the things I've found, it's just through the years, actually a daily reading program is one of the single most effective things I've done each day to actually make changes in my life because I'm not having to create thoughts. I'm not having to conjure up what I should be doing. I'm kind of using my daily reading as the springboard for that day. Um, And after five years of doing it, I've been surprised how hard it is to be consistent. Um, I've been surprised by how little I knew before mm. to even now still reading the same passages on the same day, five years in a row, and still not grasping it or still kind of going, wow, that, there's something new here. But it is a discipline. It is yeah. something that day by day you're going to have to choose a time when you're going to do it, a location where you're going to do it, the version you're going to do I know someone that reads aloud every day because that's the easiest way to make them actually engage with it. So this is a discipline. It is something you're gonna have to think about, but it's not something you should ever view as, I failed, I've missed three days. I'm gonna wait till next year to read my Bible every day. Like God doesn't view us in that way. One, we're not better Christians by reading every day. You know, what I'm meaning by that is um, God doesn't view us as super Christians because you know we've done 17 days in a row and right. um, equally he's not gonna punish us because we've missed three days uh, and the verse that comes to my mind is at Sam 1 2 this is the verse of uh, you know people say I've got a verse for the year or a word for the year this has been my verse for every year for six years now at Sam 1 2 his delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law he meditates day, day and night. night and I love the idea if you take in reverse meditating day and night on the Lord's words Brings delight, so the new year, new you. The most delight you're going to find is when you meditate on God's word.
0: Mm. I have a couple of words of advice for those who are wanting to do uh, the Bible reading plan, particularly if you're trying to get through the whole Bible in a year. A couple of things you can do, just to kind of shake it up, because what you said happens is usually what happens. You get into you know early spring and you're in Numbers or whatever it is, and you're just like, Ugh. a couple of things you can do. Number one, start with the harder books. Yeah. That's when you have the most motivation. Yeah. Get through them quickly. Start with Leviticus, yeah. right? <laughs> start <laughs> with Numbers. Yeah. Just start there, and that way, once your your motivation may begin to wane, you're in more, quote-unquote, engaging books. I'm not yeah. trying to say certain parts of the Bible are, are better than others, yeah. but, but we all know with the experience that I'm talking about. You could do that. You could just otherwise mix it up rather yeah. than starting Genesis 1 on day one. Yeah. You could, you know, take that Bible reading plan and kind of cut and paste, move things around yeah. to say, I'm going to start in Paul's epistles or I'm yeah. going to start here, you know, in the, in, in the Minor Prophets or whatever. Mix it up so it's not necessarily chronological and you don't peter out, right, you know, in the in the hard parts and the hard books. That, that's something else you could do. Some kind of variety. Yeah, There's, I think, pros and cons to every plan probably, but like Robert Murray Machane's plan— has you in different parts of the Bible on every day. Yeah, that's good for variety. I look at it and go, man, that's a lot of yep. reading. I'm, in f- I'm I'm reading four different books like every single so day. I
1: I kind of do the chronological Old Testament, okay, and then uh, New Testament is a bit of a change. So I do two chapters old, two chapters new, okay, and and therefore I get the chronological, which really helps build towards the New Testament, and then New Testament's a bit all over the yeah. place. Uh, I find that variety of just old and new. But if I do much more variety than that, it just is all a bit disjointed in my mind. Yeah,
0: and I mean, similar to sort of the advice we gave in the outset of this episode, I almost want to ask, too, like, why do you have to read through the whole Bible in a year? Mm -hmm. It's good to do that. I've I've certainly done that. But who says you got to get through the whole Bible in one year? Maybe start smaller. Maybe you're not reading from four different books every day. Maybe you're not reading these gigantic chunks every day. Maybe for you— to start the habit and build yeah. on it, you need to start small yeah. and say, you know what, what's realistic for me, what I'll get better in repetition, I know I can manage this, is to read one chapter every yeah. day or to read a few verses every yeah. day, to graze in a book every day. Um, I started this habit of just starting my morning with Bible reading before I even get out of bed. And that's yeah. not my most intense or in-depth Bible study, but starting the day— as soon as my alarm goes off, pick up my phone, open up the Bible apps, first thing I do. I alternate between Old and New Testaments. I just read until I'm kind of awake. Yeah. I'm not trying to do inductive. I'm just sort of yeah. grazing in God's Word because I want God's Word to be the first voice that I hear, hmm. so to speak. If I was trying to like, man, first thing in the morning, I'm going to do my in-depth Bible. I'm not awake enough. Yeah. It's just not the ideal time for me. And I wouldn't keep that habit. Yeah. It would get too difficult. My schedule would be, there's some mornings I've got to come do podcasts at yeah. 7 a.m. There's some mornings where I, I I have more time, and that's always different. But I always have time to open up the Bible app yeah. and just read.
1: Yeah, and and the reason I've changed this year um, from five years doing in a row, and I, and I really loved that. To be honest, I find very few negatives of, of reading the Bible in a year. Uh, this year, we were just in a very different place, um, and I felt like I wanted to do something different. So... I've, I've been taking a, a book of the Bible and really for you know, a couple of months at a time, just spending a lot of time on that. When we first came here, I spent a lot of time in Exodus. <laughs> so, so there's a weird connection <laughs> as to why I'm drawn to Exodus. I, I, I felt like we were leaving a country we knew and going to a country we didn't know. And, and I was trying to figure out, one, uh, how do I walk with the Lord in a different environment? How do I trust him? How how can that go wrong? Um, and, and are his... Um, statues are his ways still the same if I'm in a different place. And so I spent a couple of months on Exodus kind of chewing over the same words almost, which you don't get if you're on a daily reading program. You chew on a few and, and then you move on the next day. I, I think you can do it in any which way. I think, as you say, just every day, going to your Bible it might take you three years to get through it but working through it yeah i think is i mean put it if I could put it this way new year new you 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 want you want the very best version of you and the world is saying this is your year this is this is the best you and and you're kind of buying into that and you think hey i could I could go to the gym i I could just be nice to people i'm going to that's what i'm going to aim to do i'm going to (laughs) aim to make you know one new friend a week i'm I'm going to try and travel as much and you know you're going to try and do all these great things you know for the believer in christ what is more greater than knowing your god that you follow that you've committed to your savior more and more every day Mm. like when we really you know, put it on the line. Yeah. And you say, I want a new year's resolution, a new me. What is more new you than saying, I want more of Jesus? I want more of him every day. Because here's the thing, as you do that, you will be changed every day. You will right. be sanctified. So it's kind of don't put the cart before the horse. You know, don't <laughs> don't be trying to get the new you. Yeah. Just be you before the Lord and He will make those changes in your life. That's good. Um,
0: yeah, it's 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 better to read Bible every day to succeed at reading Bible every day than it is to fail at trying to get through the Bible in a year. If yeah. if you know if you know yourself, yes. And neither one of us is saying that you shouldn't read through the Bible in a year. No, um, it's, 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 it's a worthy tool. goal. It's a, it's, yeah, a, it's, good a it's worthy aspiration. But what we're trying to say is more importantly, if you know that that will be a difficult for you, is is to be reading yeah. in God's Word every day. Start with small habits that you can build upon. Um, yeah. Let's just talk about general attitudes. Okay. You know, walking into the new year, it's going to be daunting. There's political stuff that's ramping up here in the States. It's a new year. There's new opportunities. Maybe there's new challenges. Maybe we're getting older. I don't know. All the reasons why the new year may be daunting. Yeah. What's the kind of attitude? Is it any different than... Is it just arbitrary, this January 1st thing? I mean,
1: I, I think it is a little bit arbitrary, okay. but I think it's just an opportunity that you can use to reinvigorate some things, remind yourself of some things. I think okay. if you're just kind of analytical and you think start of the year, it makes sense to review things. Yeah. To be honest, it makes sense to review it at the end of the year, so you can change at the beginning of the year. <laughs> right, but right. it just, it makes sense, I think in our minds, like summer, it makes sense to do a bit more rest and a bit more travel. Winter, it makes more sense to spend time with family because you're indoors, you know, these things just make sense. Uh, for me, to be honest, the, the, the simplest thing I can say, and it was actually, um, it, it was you that put me onto this se- several months ago. Oh wow, okay. uh, You kind of labored it, and I mean in a positive way, in a talk you were giving is 1 Corinthians 15, 1 and 2, which is for me is the the thing that you can take grasp and, and hold off at the beginning of the new year as you think through things. You know, now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received in which you stand and by which you are being saved. As you're reviewing your previous year and looking ahead is reminding yourself that one, you have received the gospel, that you are a believer in Christ, a child of God, that you now stand in this, whether it's December 30th, January 15th, it doesn't matter. You, you stand in that each day and that you are being saved by it. It's a daily thing. And I think when you're reviewing, don't be tempted to review your life void of that gospel that has changed you, is changing you, is forever saving you. I think that's the thing that you want to grasp hold onto. And really what you're reviewing is how you take those verses and how you're handling them in your, in your daily life. So you're not reviewing like you know how am I doing on you know the gym or the daily Bible reading? you know am I achieving things like it's been a bad year for me for the gym side of things. I've yeah. tried three times this is truth and gained much weight and and it's just okay that's the reality, but here's my thing: How am I viewing my salvation in Christ? how is that going? you know am I reminding myself that I am being saved? I am standing in that gospel that I once believed and I still believe you know reinvigorate yourself in the gospel, not in these kind of mini life changes you can...
0: Yeah, it's really, it's sort of, are we looking at the new year with a focus or an emphasis on self-improvement or on sanctification? Yeah. What if we looked, instead of saying, I'm going to become thinner this year, and that's a worthy goal uh, for some people, I suppose. But instead, said, "I want to be more gentle." Yeah. This year. Yep. Which one is maybe more pressing or more yeah. necessary in your life? And it may be that you need to work. Like <laughs> maybe you're a gentle person and you need to be thinner because you yeah. need to be healthier or something. But for a lot of us, I think it's it's we focus on the kind of self improvement yeah. for reasons that are somewhat self interested. Yes. And we ought to be looking at. I, I should. I need to be more patient. Yeah. That one hits kind of close to home because I'm not a very patient person. But
1: that doesn't come from walking into a situation going, "Oh, it's January third, or I remember I've, I've got to be more gentle." Okay, I'm going to be gentle. It comes from reminding yourself that the gospel is sanctifying you. Sitting at the feet
0: of Jesus, yeah. yeah, investing in your relationship with Christ. I I was pulling up if you wonder why I was like looking all over my phone while you were talking. I was pulling up Jonathan Edwards's mm-hmm. resolutions. Are you familiar with those? No, no, no. So he's got seventy.
1: Oh wow, get him on a pet and every,
0: podcast. Every I know, and every year around this time, somebody desiring God or somebody republishes these things, (laughs) Jonathan Edwards resolutions. I just want to read a few because to me, this is, I love Jonathan Edwards and I love his work and and have profited from it and have written, you know, have even written a book that was somewhat based on his distinguishing moves of a true move of the spirit of God. But I look at this thing and just think he's either a sociopath (laughs) or he has some kind of like, I don't know, Theologi- he's on, he's on, on the, the theological spectrum of some kind. I don't know. He's a particular personality, let me say. So number 17, resolve that I will live so as I shall wish I had done when I come to die, which is basically a no, no, regrets no regrets kind of approach. Resolve Number 18, resolve to live so at all times as I think it best in my devout frames and when I have clearest notions of things of the gospel in another world. Okay, resolve to live with heaven in mind, basically. Clear conscience. Yeah. Resolved never to lose one moment of time, mm. but improve it the most profitable way I possibly can. One minute, man. I mean, he's just saying, don't waste any time, I suppose. Resolved to inquire every night before I go to bed whether I have acted in the best way I possibly could mm. with respect to eating and drinking. I mean, Res- that, that's taken it to a whole new level, yeah. isn't it? Resolved... To ask myself at the end of every day, every week, every month, and every year, wherein I could possibly, in any respect, have done better. Which is assuming that you might say, no, I did the best I could, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't we always have done better, Jonathan? Uh, Some of these, you know, one at a time, there's some good ones about relationships. Never to suffer the least uh, emotions of anger Mm -hmm. to irrational people. (laughs) Resolve never to do anything out of revenge never to speak evil of anyone, resolved in narrations, never to speak anything but the pure and simple truth. One at a time, these things are worthy goals. I look at the list of 70, and I think, resolved to be perfect.
1: Yeah. You're going to fail at that? You're going to
0: fail at that. It just seems overwhelming. Jonathan Edwards should listen to our, our podcast episode. Don't bite off more than you can chew, Jonathan. Take it one day at a time.
1: I think Take I, manageable pieces. I think you can resolve to go to Christ every day and just mm. say, hey, here is my life. I'm a mess, help me. <laughs> do, do with it what you will, do <laughs> right. you know? And actually, do you, do you know that is incredibly releasing in a world that tells you that you're, January 1st says new year, new you, basically means your old self is worthless. It's not being good, you need change. We're to come to Christ and say, I am worthless. Would you accept me? And hearing every day, yes, I'll accept you, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make you beautiful, and, and you, you don't need to make the efforts here. You just have to keep coming yeah. to me. Like, that is just so countercultural, and I think if more of us lived that way, maybe more people would be drawn to the yeah. church.
0: There is a new us. It, it was purchased by Christ, yeah. and it's being given to us over time by the power of the Holy Spirit. If, if we have been crucified with Christ... We no longer live, and the life that we live in the flesh, we live by faith in him. We have been you know, buried with Christ. We have been raised with him. So there is a new us yeah. to step into, and the new us is one that has the imputation of Christ's righteousness, yeah. where he does accept us, as you said. Every day we wake up into his acceptance. So regardless of your resolutions, and these are all good things, whether it's about health or eating or better habits in general— or more importantly if it's about your spiritual disciplines and pursuing your relationship with christ none of those are a means to get god to love you he loves you as you are we don't say this to demotivate any changes you're trying to make this year (laughs) but to let you know that the good news is really good news and you can certainly go into the new year believing in the good news Mm -hmm. because it will always be true all right let's end there it's been a fun episode i don't think we were too deflating for people
1: Yeah, we we got better. (laughs) We got better.
0: Yeah, there we go. We started small. Yeah. We made it manageable. We took it one minute at a time. We got better. Dear listener, if you enjoy the podcast, please give us a good review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And until next time, and until next year, which is just in a few days, may Jesus be big in your church. You've been listening to the For the Church podcast, hosted by Jared Wilson, found online at ftc.co. This resource is brought to you by Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary in Kansas City, Missouri, where we train leaders for the church.